Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode number nine. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. I'm Sue, and welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar store, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. Today, I am thrilled to introduce Eileen Cyrus. She owns Just Because I Like You, Tea Room and Gifts, down in Myrtle Beach. Eileen is a Vietnam veteran having 12 years experience in the U.S. Air Force. Once she retired from civil service, she spent another 10 years working several small jobs while also caring for her mom and her father-in-law. She opened a gift boutique, but that just wasn't totally satisfying her. Now, at last, she has followed her dream. Just over a year ago, she opened Just Because I Like You, Tea Room and Gifts. And the fun thing about that is IYQ is really the letters I-Y-Q. And IYQ Tea Room and Gifts just continues to grow and grow, and I can't wait for all of you to hear her story. Hi, Eileen. How are you today? I'm great, Sue. Thanks for asking. (laughs) What else would you like to add to the little bit that I've already shared with our listeners about you? Oh, gosh, I think you just about covered it. You know, I'm just finally figured out when I wanted to be when I grew up and I had to wait until I got onto Social Security to do that. (laughs) But you know, it's so great because it shows that, you know, if you have this idea and something that's really in your heart, it is absolutely never too late to get started. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I never thought this dream would come true. I never thought I'd have the opportunity, but God made it happen for me. And I can hear in your voice that you're loving every minute of it. I am. It's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to share with our listeners what that's all about in a second. But to get started, we like to align the conversation around the life of a motivational candle. The light shines on you while you share your stories and your experiences. So Eileen, should we light it up? Yes, let's do that. I'm ready. All right. What color is the candle that we can envision for you? My candle is pastel pink, soft and inviting. Just like a tea room. That's right. Hey. (laughs) And what would be the quote on your candle? This is a great one for me. It's, she is clothed with strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. And that's from the Bible, Proverbs 31. Love that. Do you have candles in the tea room? I do, but for the most part, I have electric ones, unfortunately, because of a fire hazard here. But we have the ambiance. Exactly. And you know, I'm one of these days I'm coming down and meeting you too. <laughs> I can't wait for that to happen. It's a really girly place and you'll feel it the instant you walk in. There you go. Just like your candle color, of course. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start talking about this. I mean, you mentioned that you'd had a couple of other businesses that you were, I know you owned one of them at least, maybe more, but what got you specifically to this whole tea room concept? What sparked that light inside you that said, this is what I want to be doing? Well, 
You know, Sue, it goes back to my grandmother, all right? And when I was really little, she used to take me to the tea room with her. She was English, and she lived in New Jersey, and she used to take me with her. And every time she would, I hated it. All right. It's like it was horrible for me. I was a tomboy. I had to put on a dress with crinolines. This was in the early 1950s and gloves and a hat. And I'm thinking, you know, it's like, I don't want to do this. But what really stuck with me, because my grandma passed away when I was only six. And what stuck with me was how special I felt when I was with her. It makes me tear up. <laughs> that special feeling that you get, you know, sometimes you're, you just need to feel that warm fuzzy. And I decided that's what I really wanted to do. My heart was telling me I needed to make a space available for people who wanted to feel special, who wanted to smile, who wanted to be pampered, all of that. And I love to cook, so I always knew I wanted to open some kind of a food establishment, but it had to be different and special. And it all came together because my grandma led me in every direction here. Wow. So that true emotion then is really what gives you the passion and makes you keep going, I'm sure. Yeah, it's like every single day when I walk in here, you know, I retired. I'm retired. That means I was tired yesterday and today I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never worked this many hours or this many days in my life. But it's all so much fun. I walk in that front door and I'm happy. It is so cute. I mean, just stinking cute here. <laughs> And so your whole goal is then to have everybody who comes into the tea room feeling that same feeling that you were feeling way back with your grandma. Absolutely. I want them to feel special and I want them to just relax and to breathe and not be rushed or hurried. They can have a conversation. They can read a book. They can pray. They can do whatever they want to do here. That's the environment we've created. Okay. Besides the environment, what other types of things do you do to give them that feeling that they're special and important when they walk in the door? Well, customer service is what we've built our business on. So from the moment they open that door, someone has greeted them. They immediately get seated at a table. We chat with them. We want to know where they're from and a little bit about them. People love to talk about themselves. And we give them that opportunity. And they immediately like just want to be our friend. And are you getting a lot of repeat customers then? Because... They just feel so comfortable and want that experience over and over again? Yes. I don't know if you can remember the old Prell commercial where it said, and I told two people, and I told two people, mm -hmm. and it just exploded exponentially. But that's what's happening here. Every lady that comes in, comes in with one friend, then a couple days later, each of those friends will come in individually, and each of them with a new friend of their own. Then those friends come back in a week later, and they're bringing a friend of their own. It seems like our customers claim ownership. It becomes their tea room. 
and they can't wait. It's like, oh, I can't wait to share this. They sit at their table having their lunch. They literally, and I'm serious about this, literally make lists of who they can bring here. They're excited about sharing this thing that they found. Now, based on that, my mind is thinking that there's two other big things that you must already have to make this come together. So you've got the environment, Mm -hmm. got the presence in terms of how you interact with customers, Mm -hmm. but you also need, number one, a good product and good employees who can also spread that same passion. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I do have a fabulous staff. And I'll come back to that because staffing is probably one of the largest stumbling blocks in the business. And you touched on it exactly, is getting staff to feel your passion. I'm blessed. I have that for the most part. So I'm really blessed with that. Our product We like to think it can't be beat. We have such fabulous selections on our menu. Our food is all unique. For instance, we make chicken salad without mayonnaise. Who ever heard of that? But it's in a creamy dressing, so that's one of our secrets. And we also have related tea products to sell merchandise gifts Um, All tea-related, we have gift baskets with bows on, and the bows say on them, just for you or just because I like you, that I make with my ribbon printer. So I think we have the whole package. So where did you get all the recipes? Are they all your own unique recipes? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're handed down from uh, some were my mom, some were my grandmoms, some were my mother-in-laws, some were my husband's grandmothers. And they're all targeted to your customer, which is female. And to your point about your chicken salad not having you know mayonnaise or anything in there, everyone's so health conscious these days. They are. And so we also offer a gluten-free lunch option with more than one choice. And uh, we also offer uh, vegetarian and vegan. All of this has been happy and fun and the candles well lit because the tea room is going so well. But I'm sure there was a time, and since the tea room is still pretty new, this is probably a very recent time when things weren't going so well, when you you hit a roadblock somewhere along the way as you've been building up to your success. Can you take us there, Eileen, and tell us one of those stories? Uh, Yeah, I think I can. Um, And like I said before, trying to share your passion with another person, it's easy for me to do, all right? I'm not your little, you know, shy person. (laughs) But it's difficult to transfer your passion, you know, sometimes to your staff because everyone has different personalities. And people come sometimes with different motives that are not easy to identify in the beginning. So it's very, very important for me that, you know, because I had a former staff member who actually tried to get ugly on social media and that kind of thing. So that was a real stumbling block for staff-wise. Merchandise-wise, one of the things that I didn't plan well for, because I've made a couple big mistakes. I've recovered, thankfully, but I didn't plan enough revenue to stay back 
even though everything gets poured back into the business, it's like when you have retail merchandise, you've got to be able to replenish it just like that. Because if you don't have it, you can't sell it. So that was a real stumbling block for me. I have customers coming in all the time and they want this tea, this tea only. It's their favorite. If I don't have it, I've lost them. So it was a challenge in that you weren't restocking fast enough initially. Yes, because I had a plan in my head. You know, I wrote this business plan and I had a plan in my head. Okay, I'm going to order tea once a month and I'm going to, you know, order this on this week. And it's really, really good to have a plan. But for me, I had to learn flexibility. I had to learn. It's like I can't wait. So what advice would you give our listeners if they're in a situation like that where it's kind of a consumable that you're not exactly sure what's going to be out of stock soon? Can you give our listeners any advice? How are you doing this now? Now what I've done is set up inventory controls on everything. And when I get to a certain point on a certain thing that I know is a big seller, for instance, my green mango peach tea, (laughs) huge seller. All right. So I know when I get down to four cans of that left, I need to order two cases of it right then. I can't wait. All right, so setting inventory controls and reorder points is important because when you get really busy in the middle of the day and somebody comes to you and says, um, hey, Eileen, this is getting low. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get that. But you forget. I forget. <laughs> so I absolutely went into the computer and set up inventory control points, and that's working well for me. You also have to be flexible, Sue. I wasn't flexible. So the inventory control points in your computer, does that just shoot you off like a notice or something that says this is low? Or is it yeah. in your QuickBooks or some something like that where it shows? You have some- I, use a, I use a POS system. Okay. All right. For all of my sales and and it, you know, subtracts out of inventory every time I sell something. Um, and um, and can I say which one I use? I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. If you would endorse it, that's great for someone who might be looking for a system. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can tell you that I didn't have any big bucks to spend on a sophisticated POS system. So I went with Square. They have an inventory system. They had everything that I needed, and it doesn't cost me anything. It's fabulous for me. And so as I sell something, when it gets low, it'll pop up at the end of the day in my end-of-day report. It pops up a report of what I need to order. It takes all of that worry and stress. For me, that was really important because, you know, like I can get wrapped around the axle. And for now, I, I don't have to do that. Now I can just focus on my customers. Gift Biz listeners, we will put in the show notes links to any tools or any information that is shared on the podcast. So don't feel like you need to move to the side of the road or something to write all of this down. You'll be able to capture it in the show notes. Eileen, I want to go back just really quickly. You had kind of talked very briefly initially about an ugly situation that happened on social media. To the extent that you're comfortable, will you tell us a little bit about that story and also what you did? How did you overcome the situation? There are some people out there, and thankfully I have only run into one in a year, okay? But there are some people out there who 
are just mean. They're bullies <laughs> or they have a motive. This particular person really wanted my business. She wanted to run my business. And so she was kind of undermining any, you know, direction or guidance that I put out or requests. You know, it's like, I want you to make coleslaw today. And then she would say to someone, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I'll take care of that later kind of thing. And then I would go back for it and it would be gone. So that was the kind of activity that was happening, but I didn't know it. All right, because people were trusting in her. She had told them that, you know, she was in charge. And, of course, it was all very new, and I was busy doing other things, so I wasn't paying very close attention. So that was my fault. So when it came down and and I recognized it, I had to let her go. And it got ugly. I mean, she walked out front. I'm in a, my tea room is in a little 12-store shopping plaza. She went out front on the sidewalk and just started screaming. She was going to tell everyone that I use moldy food and she was going to do this and she was going to do that. And I figured she was just, you know, like over the edge and I just sent her home. Then things started showing up on my Facebook page. And luckily for me, most people recognized it for what it was, you know, that it was ugly. And they immediately came in on my side. Also had some ugly customers who came in that didn't get what they wanted. They wanted a free lunch or an additional pot of tea because they didn't like the flavor they ordered. And I thought we handled that well. But then when they would get out, they would go right to Facebook and write a nasty review. I've learned some really good lessons about that. One, when someone posts something ugly to you or about you on your Facebook page, I always go back on and acknowledge it. I don't ignore it. I acknowledge it and I thank them for giving me that information. And I offer that the next time that they come in, I want to sit down with them and hear more of their ideas more of their opinions because it's important for me to get it right and it diffuses them immediately I bet it does has anyone done that come back in and talked with you no they never come in and I never and there's never another word from them again and and when I say they never come in sometimes I don't know who they are right Okay, so maybe they do come in. I don't know. But I do know that what it does is it stops the ugly right there. It's kind of like a sailboat, and they're filling up the sail with all of their lies and their hot air. And when I go back at them with kindness and kind of build them up and say, thank you for bringing that to my attention, it's kind of like taking a big old knife and cutting the sail right in half so it can't hold wind anymore. Now you know what to do when this happens, because I'm sure the first time someone posted like that, it probably stopped you in your tracks, totally like, you know, took the wind out of your sail in terms of, you know, what am I going to do? It hurt my feelings. Yeah. (laughs) 
some lady said I used canned pineapple and it was like, oh my, I've never used anything canned at all. But now you know, now you have a plan. You know what to do and you know when we serve the public, we have to expect some of this from time to time, unfortunately. Yes. The thing that I learned is never engage them. If you go back and try and defend, now you're giving them more ammunition. So what you have to do is just a, just treat, just kill them with kindness. There you go. Boy, it works every single time. And I didn't learn that by myself. I had to go back and read and read and read, you know, Google things and, and say, how do I do this best? Mm-hmm. Well, but it also sounds to me like you're genuine. You don't like the fact that they chose that venue to at- and attack the business. But it also sounds like you're genuine. Like if someone would have come and f- Facebook post apart, come in and said, you know, hey, you know, I'm really frustrated about this or I would like this, you would be receptive to that, those types of conversations. Absolutely, without a doubt. And I do want to know their comments. I, I ask them every single table before they leave. I visit them at their table and I tell them that I hope that they enjoyed their meal and did they have any concerns or any comments. I mean, I'm only one year old. I'm still just a baby in this business and I have a lot to learn. And who better to teach me than my customers? If they tell me what they want and I can make it happen, why not? It's going to make them happier and they're going to return, which is my goal. Absolutely. And it's going to make you a stronger business as well. Let's circle around now and talk about a promotion or an event or something that you have instituted or are just now starting to institute that you see is moving the needle a little bit. It's bringing in more customers or it's increasing sales. Okay, well, here it is. This is so fun. You know, we have hat racks in here, all kinds of hats and uh, fascinators, and when the la- and we have boas. And when they come in, they love to dress up for their little private tea parties. It's so much fun. Everybody wanted to buy my hats, and I made all this cute stuff. My girlfriend, Debbie, just made fabulous stuff and really decorated this place, and people wanted to buy it, and I would say, oh, no, that's not for sale. It's too pretty. And then all of a sudden, one day, it was almost like I got that slap upside the back of my head that said, what do you mean it's not for sale? You made that. You can make it again. (laughs) So this is coming up, but it's very popular already. I target ladies in local churches because my demographic here is female probably age 55 plus so I target the churches all of the women's groups and I tell the ladies that we're going to have a hat exchange night it's a hat for a scone and I want them to go in their closets and dust off their old hats that they've had sitting in their closet for years and years and haven't worn We have one night. We're going to do this quarterly. One night a quarter. They're going to come in. They're going to bring their hat. In exchange for that hat, they're going to get free tea and a scone. It's going to be like a social night. I also have a young lady who's going to be coming in that night with her keyboard set up, and it'll be a hymn sing at the same time. Nothing makes people happier than free and music. 
So when you put free scones, free tea, and singing together, and they're going to love it. They're going to outdo each other. The excitement is already generating because, you know, one wants to bring a better hat than the next one. And they're going to come and donate their hats to the tea room so that they can share their happiness. They don't wear it anymore. So they're going to come in and share it. Then ladies are going to come into the tea room. They'll put it on while they're here. If they love it so much because it just matches their outfit perfectly, we'll sell it to them. Because in three more months, we're going to do it again. Do you have a date already set? Yeah, it's going, the first one, it's going to be the end of June, and I don't have a firm date on that, but I've already started the promo on it, and let me tell you, the buzz is already out there. Oh, and I know you're going to be putting pictures on Facebook with that. Oh, you know I will. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think, I mean, it's so fun, and Sue, when you come to visit, all right, it's like, bring your hat. (laughs) I, I will find a hat. (laughs) oh gosh it's such a fun thing yeah so you also mentioned in our pre-chat about how you're changing up your hours for the summer i am you know i thought and i'll tell you this time and time again i thought i knew it all and so i set my hours but i'm finding that mondays are really slow but people continually ask me about brunch because they want to come after church And I'm surrounded here. I have four churches all around me. So I've changed my hours. I'm going to be closed on Mondays now, a very slow day, one that generated little revenue but was high in payroll. And we're going to be open Sundays for only three hours to capture the after church group. And I'm so excited about that. So every other day, Tuesday through Saturday, we're open 10 to 4. And those hours seem to be just absolutely perfect for us. It really fits the community well. So, But our new is closed on Monday and open for Sunday brunch from 10 to 1. And so are you going to have some special recipes then for just Sunday brunches? or We are. We're going to offer our regular menu is going to be available. But we're coming up with some exciting things. And you mentioned people like to eat healthy, but they still like their sweets. So we're going to offer like a baked French toast rather than fried. We're going to offer some stuff that's not good for you, an old-fashioned breakfast casserole. And one of my favorites is cream-chipped beef on toast points. Because no matter where you go, well, down here in the South, all you get is sausage gravy. So we're we're going back to uh, cream-chipped beef. We're going to have some baked fruit. Gosh, all kinds of fun things. Nothing ordinary. Whatever you're finding here, it's not ordinary. And you're not going to find it at your pancake house or at your, you know, your little breakfast um, eatery. You're not going to find it there, only here. Something tells me there's going to be a line out the door. I'm so hoping. Well, good luck with that. That's so exciting. We're going to swing over into our reflection section now. This is a look at you and gives us a feel for what's helped you with your success along the way. You've already shared quite a bit. But Eileen, what other trait do you have that's just a natural trait for you that you can attribute to your success? Using my husband's words, I'm an eternal optimist. (laughs) My glass is always more than half full. Even if it's a bump in the road, it's an opportunity for me. It's, It's almost a challenge to say, how can I fix that? It's frustrating at times for people around me. 
I'm an eternal optimist, too, and I think you're right. I mean, there comes a point where people are like, just be quiet. But it keeps you driving forward, just like you said. It does. And you know what it does? It keeps a smile on your face. Yeah. And people see that. People are attracted to happy. They kind of run or walk away from grumpy. People are attracted to happy. Yes. I think that's a quote for you. Ah, okay. (laughs) What tool do you use regularly to keep yourself productive or to create balance when you're out of the tea room? I have to tell you, for me, it's my faith in God. That keeps me balanced. That's my first go-to. Just relax back into prayer and then sit and listen. Now, you know I don't sit and listen well, right? You know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's something that I'm working on and learning that I, you know, about listening. That's my peace and my comfort. I'm also recently, we're starting to form a mastermind group with just a few key people in it where we can reflect to one another about our businesses and things that are going on. So for me, that's it. And my grandbabies. I have the most wonderful grandbabies and I so look forward to playing with them once a week. So for you, it's really just making sure to be able to take time to really reflect back on what's important to you and what you value in your life. Yeah, I have to recenter and refocus. Yeah. What book have you read lately that you think our readers could find value in? You know, I had to think about that, but the book is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's just a marvelous book, kind of walks you through and gives you things that you already know, but now you see it in print and it's like, oh yeah, I can do that. And he gives you ideas and through that book is how I learned about the mastermind group. He gives you specific instructions. He doesn't just kind of write about stuff and then kind of let you off there to figure out how to do it. He tells you how to do things and like lays out steps. Absolutely fabulous resource book. Well, thank you for sharing that. Just as you're listening to the podcast today, you can also capture audiobooks with ease. Get an audiobook like the one Eileen's mentioning for free through Audible. All you need to do is go to giftbizbook.com and make a selection. That's giftbizbook.com. Okay, Eileen, we are rolling into the Dare to Dream section. Ooh, I'm a dreamer. Yay! (laughs) I would like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magic box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. This is your dream or goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside? Wow. (laughs) I would have a little laser light and I could walk around with my little laser light and when I see people that are unhappy I would just point it and click it at them and it would put a smile on their face and then it would automatically bring them into my tea room and fill them up with whatever they needed to put a smile on their face I love that. That's what I would do. And so if 
even not having this laser light, people want to find you, come into your tea room or look at your Facebook page or something or just talk with you. How is it best that our listeners connect with you? Oh, um, I have a website that's at www.justbecauseiyq.com. Then go to my Facebook page, which is IYQINC, IYQ Inc. And can I tell them really quickly, Sue, how I got IYQ? Absolutely. Okay, because it's important and it'll help them remember it. When my daughter was two, she did something bad. And I don't think it could have been too bad because she was two. And I remember telling her, and I think maybe your listeners can relate to this, how much I loved her, but that I didn't like her very much at that moment. You know, it's like I think we've all told our kids that at some time or another. But my daughter, it had a big effect on her. And she would come running to me every day after that, more than one time a day. And she'd say, I like you, Mommy. I like you, Mommy. And it put (laughs) such a smile in my heart that it would last me like the whole day because my heart would be happy. And I made a promise right then and there. Now, I have to tell you, this was 40 years ago. It was before the Internet. It was before home computers. It was before anything like that. But it stayed with me all this time. And I made a promise that day when she first said it that I was going to do something with it to put a smile on everybody's face that I encountered. So when they come to my tea room, I'm in I'm in Garden City, South Carolina, which is just south of Myrtle Beach and about an hour and a half north of Charleston, but worth the drive. And when they come into my tea room, it's their very first visit. And they tell me that they'll get a little sparkly pin that says, I like you. And so they'll always remember it. They'll never forget my chicken salad or quiche either, but the (laughs) pin they can take with them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. I love that. And this whole concept of making people feel good and enjoy their surrounding and their day-to-day now, if you will, just resonates throughout this whole conversation we've been having. So I can tell that it's just really deep within you, Eileen. It's continuous. You're making others feel happy and having a smile on their face. Yeah, you know, Sue, it's one of the happiest things that I can say in my life where I can actually do what I love doing and make other people happy by me doing what makes me happy. It just doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better. No. So we'll capture all the links and all the information that Eileen has shared today. They'll be over on the show notes page. So you can just jump right over to giftbizunwrapped.com and you'll see Eileen's show right there. Thank you so much, Eileen, for sharing all of this valuable information. We really appreciate it. And may your candle always burn bright. Oh, thank you so much, Sue. I really appreciate you inviting me here today. It's my pleasure. Learn how to work smarter while developing and growing your business. Download our guide called 25 Free Tools to Enhance Your Business and Life. It's our gift to you and available at giftbizunwrapped.com slash tools. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Would you like to be on the show? 
Or do you know someone who can provide valuable insight from their experiences? If so, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is submit a form for consideration. You can access the form at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash guest. That's giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash G-U-E-S-T. Today's show is sponsored by the Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print the Happy Birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out the ribbonprintcompany.com for more information. 